0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Night Shift. I'm your host, as always, Zach Hernandez, and today I got a couple of things on the lineup for you guys. We're going to start with some stardoms and sit like we've normally been doing, um, five starts, five sits for week three. This is being recorded on Saturday night. It is Saturday night right now, and I've had a super, super busy week, so it's been tough for me to get an episode out. But I really wanted to make sure I got something out before Sunday just so we have something to look back on. I'm not going to include my picks for each game this week. um, But if you want to see those, you could check out the Instagram. Those will be posted tomorrow morning. But I'm not going to talk about them today. Today I'm just going to go over some stardoms and sit-ups. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about the 49ers extending... Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, two multi-year contracts. That's going to be an interesting topic. But to start, we're just going to start with some startups and situm. So before I get into that, I just want to remind you guys to follow the social medias. You know, you can find me on Instagram at the on TikTok at the Nightshift Pod, on Twitter at the Nightshift with two T's at the beginning and two T's at the end. You could email me if you need anything. If you want to hop on the show, gmail.com. And then wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this, you could be listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, any of those, anything. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to like. Hit any of those buttons because that would really help us grow. But let's hop into it. We're going to start. With some stardoms and sit-ems you know one of my favorite segments i love fantasy football as much as it can stress me out at times it is fun to dive into the players week after week and every week like i promised i'm giving you guys my top five favorite starts and my top five favorite sits so before i get right into it i want to let you guys know again Remember, these picks are not guys. These starts are not guys that I think are going to go off for 30 points or anything like that. It's just guys that I think are could be in someone's lineup or not. And if you're debating on putting them in, I'd put them in. I think these guys are going to have productive weeks and be valuable fantasy assets in week three. So I got five of those guys. And let's jump right into it, starting with Hunter Henry. Starting with Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry has been kind of a surprising tight end this season so far. It seems like Mac Jones has kind of enjoyed passing to him and prioritizing him. Hunter Henry has scored touchdowns. He has gotten receptions. And he has scored a lot. And I have no reason to believe that he won't keep that up in week three against the Jets. The Jets have a very good defense. We all know this, but they've allowed a good amount of points to tight ends so far in this season. So I do believe that the Jets are gonna give up something to to Hunter Henry, and I think Hunter Henry's gonna keep up this pace. I think he's one hundred percent gonna keep up this pace of 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 really really solid fantasy football play. Um, he's been really good through two weeks, and I don't I like I said I have no reason to believe that he won't keep it up. Double-digit points first two weeks, and he's gonna keep it up in week three, going against the Jets. Not a whole lot to say there. I'm just, I'm just high on Hunter Henry. Honestly, from from what I've seen, because I'm not a hot super high on Mac Jones in general, but Hunter Henry is a guy who is kind of like a security blanket for Mac Jones, and he's been prior, he's been hitting him, he's been giving him the ball, and he's been getting in the end zone. He's been getting his targets, everything. And I and I think he's gonna keep that up in week three against the Jets. So Hunter Henry is my first start this week. Next I have Jordan Addison. And Jordan Addison is he's obviously I I I'm thinking he's the wide receiver too here. I do. I think Kirk Chasm is wide receiver two over KJ Osborne. And they're going against the Chargers. Both of these teams are 0 2. Both of these teams are hungry. And both of these teams can score the football. And they have been involved in so many shootouts, it feels like, these two teams over the couple of years, the last couple of seasons. And I think we're going to see another high scoring affair i think it'll be a, a, a shootout type game and i think both of these quarterbacks are going to be throwing the ball and when kirk throws the ball he can spread it. obviously and, and obviously justin jefferson's a guy who will be I, I mean justin jefferson's probably gonna get a ton of points um but i think kirk's gonna spread it around and i think jordan addison's his next man up i think he's in front of kj osborne and I think he's going to crack up a good – and I honestly think K.J. Osborne might even have a decent game. I'm just I'm just so high on all Minnesota receivers this week and all receivers in this game just because I, how much of a uh, shootout I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be super high scoring. So I can see Kirk really letting it fly, hitting Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison's uh, scoring a touchdown and getting his receptions. I'm, I'm high on Jordan Addison this week. I think Jordan Addison will – have a productive game. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be high scoring, and I think Jordan Addison's going to get a good amount of points. So I have Jordan Addison as a start this week. Pretty pretty straightforward. Next, I got Kyron Williams. Uh, the biggest reason for me is just the fact of what we've seen so far, and it's been ridiculously promising for Kyron Williams and I think he keeps it up I was in high on Kyron Williams last week because he was going against the 49ers who have a very very good run defense we all know this and he produced he produced last week and if you're gonna do that you're gonna be put to the test against a very good 49ers defensive front and you're going to score a touchdown, and you're still going to get 20-plus fantasy points. I believe in you, and I believe that he's going to do great things against the Bengals this week. I think Kyron Williams will bring in a good amount of points. I think he's going to be productive. I think he's going to produce. I have every reason to believe he will so far. From what he's shown so far, he's been productive in this backfield they just traded away cam Akers to the minnesota vikings so it kind of shows how they're really in on this guy they're they were out on cam Akers, actively trying to shop him it feels like for a while finally found a trade partner and now it's Kyron williams backfield so i think Kyron williams has another chance to really show what he's got another chance to put up put up a good stat line here so I think Calvin Williams has a good game this week, and I could see him being productive in fantasy for another for another for another week. So he's my third start. He's my third start. I don't think he's going to disappoint. I think Calvin Williams has a really good game this week. Whoops. Next we have Nico Collins. Nico Collins has been really good, and C.J. Stroud has loved him going against the Jags divisional game and I am just (laughs) I'm high on Nico Collins honestly he might be my favorite start actually the next guy might be my favorite start this week but I just really like Nico Collins I just really like what I see from Nico Collins CJ Stroud seems to really like him they seem to have that connection together and I think CJ Stroud will continue to give him the ball Nico Collins will continue to get the ball and he'll continue to do what he does best. And that's that's a run. I mean, Nico Collins is a is a really good wide receiver. He can get open and then he can run and like a wind. And I'm just I, I, I have a I have every reason again to believe that Nico Collins can do that here against the Jags. He's had it he he's been the clear favorite for CJ Stroud so far. And I think Nico Collins does it again. I think he has another good week. I think Nico Collins puts up points this week, and he'll be a decent start for your lineup. So I would definitely try to get Nico Collins in your lineup if you have him (laughs) because I am high on him this week. I am very high on him this week. Okay, next – Tua Tagovailoa. This guy has been fantastic in fantasy so far. He's got the receiving room to really help himself out. And he's going against the Broncos, who, hold on, I have to sneeze. Okay, it went away. Um, He's going against the Broncos, who have had kind of a disappointing defense so far this season. And I think Tua is gonna light him up. And I think Tua, it, I mean, with Tyree Kill and Jalen, well, from what I know, Jalen Waddle may or may not play. I actually don't know yet. Let me uh quickly this up. So Jalen Waddle's not playing, but they still have Tyreek Hill. And I'm still high on Tua, regardless if Jalen Waddle plays or not. Obviously, he's not playing anymore. But still give me Tua as a start. I think Tua's going to put up numbers. he has been fantastic so far this season in real life and in fantasy. I mean, he's just been great. Um, and the Broncos' defense has been very underwhelming so far. I mean, the Broncos have just been underwhelming as a whole. But the defense has been underwhelming. So I think Tua can light him up. I think Tua can really pick it apart. Um, and I know that the Broncos had a, had a hyped-up defense coming into the season, but... Tua has shown to be a very good quarterback, sinking his way into the top 10 in the NFL. And I think he does it again. So I think Tua has a really good game this week, regardless if Jalen Waddle plays or not. I think Tua is going to get his. I think he's going to put up good fantasy points. So Tua Tagovailoa is somebody that I would have in my lineups this week. If I could, he is going to have a really good game. And I have no doubts so those are my five. Those are my five starts. Hunter Henry, Jordan Addison, Kyron Williams, Nico Collins, and Tua Tagovailoa. Let's move on to my sits. Got five of them. Starting with Brees Hall. I'm a fan of Brees Hall. They're going against the Patriots this week. And I'm a fan of Brees Hall in general. But you know who's not a fan of Brees Brees Hall. The Jets, last week they gave him four carries, ended with a nine yards, .9 fantasy points, and that was it for Brees Hall. Brees Hall is a very talented back, extremely talented, and we've seen what he can do. Even week one, he he did really, really good. But for some reason, the Jets really steered away and and I know people are going to be debating or not whether to put him in the lineup but for me it's just difficult for me to trust the Jets with Brees Hall and it's difficult for me to trust Brees Hall with the Jets because I don't know how the Jets are going to utilize him I don't know how they're going to use him I don't know how they're going to run him they gave him four carries last week I mean, Brees Hall is good enough to get a lot more than four carries, and they only gave him four. So if Brees Hall somehow comes out and has an extremely productive game, good for him. But for me, it's just too big a risk. It's just too big of an unpredictable situation. I don't understand. I don't really know what the Jets are thinking with Brees Hall, what they're going to do, how their game plan is going to look, because they clearly weren't a huge fan of him last week. And they're giving other guys touches. Like Dalvin Cook, they're giving these guys touches who aren't even nearly as good as Brees Hall, but they're not incorporating Brees Hall as much as I would like if if he was on my fantasy team. So I'd steer clear of Brees Hall this week until we figure out his role in this offense. So I'd stay away from Brees Hall this week just until we figure out his role in this offense. It's too big a risk for me right now. So he's a sit. Next, DeAndre Hopkins. He's playing. They said he's active or he's or he's trending towards playing. But I'm not a fan right now. DeAndre Hopkins has he's gotten a good amount of receptions and targets, like a fair amount. But from what I've seen from DeAndre Hopkins so far, I just haven't really liked I don't think he's that great at getting open right now. I I just don't. He clearly doesn't have it like he used to. And I just – he also has Ryan Tannehill as his quarterback. And I'm just not a fan. And I'm honestly a fan of Cleveland's secondary. Like I'm just not a huge fan of the whole situation for DeAndre Hopkins here in week three. Don't think he has what he what he used to. Don't like the quarterback. Don't like the defense he's going against. I think it'll make him tough on him. Plus, to top it all off, DeAndre Hopkins is battling an injury. We know he's kind of had a history with injuries. He's getting up there in age not as good as he once was. DeAndre Hopkins is just in a rough spot right now for me to say he's a good, solid start. So DeAndre Hopkins is a sit for me just don't like the situation. Don't like where we're at with this whole with this whole thing. So DeAndre Hopkins is somebody that I would try to avoid in my lineups this week. Next I have Jahan Dotson. Now, if you're going to start Jahan Dotson, if you're in that situation where you have to maybe start him, I feel bad cuz I'm not huge on Jahan Dotson in general, but he just hasn't been what he was kind of expected, to be honestly. I feel like a lot of people in the fantasy world were kind of hyped on Jahan Dotson, and they thought he was going to have an extremely good year. He's got talent, but he hasn't shown anything yet. And I, it's tough to succeed in his offense, especially as a wide receiver since Washington offense. But I'm, I'm just not liking so far what I see from Jahan Dotson. But... To top it off, he's going against the Bills, who have a really good secondary. And I just don't see Jahan Dotson getting a good I just don't see Jahan Dotson getting a lot of points this week, if any. So I would stay away from him. I would just stay away. I'm I just don't like it. I just I I think it's kind of messy for Jahan Dotson right now, and I just Kind of something where I'm just have the have a have a not have, I don't have a great feeling about the situation with Jahan Dotson, so I'd stay away. Next, I've James Connor, and James Connor has kind of been a vital part of this Arizona offense. Who this Arizona offense? has looked better than I anticipated, for sure. And that's not to say they've been good. It's not to say they've been good, but they just look a little better than I thought they would. And I think if Kyler Murray were to come back, I think this offense would be kind of surprising to a lot of people in a very positive way. James Conner's been a bright spot on this team. But they're going against the Cowboys. And, and to be honest, I don't like anybody in, in, in Arizona's offense this week, including Hollywood Brown. But I just, I'm not going to, I'd rather not rely on James Conner this week. I have to sneeze. Okay, sorry. Um, I would rather not rely on James Conner this week. Going against the Cowboys. Don't love it. It's just... It's a really tough matchup. This Dallas defense has been unreal so far. And I know they lost Trayvon Diggs in the secondary. But I don't think it's going to be as big a blow as some people think. I, I think Trayvon Diggs is fine. I think he's a good player. But I just think this Dallas defense is so, so talented. So, overall, I don't like the James Conner matchup. So, I'd stay away from James Conner this week. I just... I just don't like James Conner's matchup going against the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys' defense is just too good. So, James Conner against the Cowboys is something that I don't like this week. (sighs) Lastly, I have Khalil Herbert. Now, Khalil Herbert has been kind of underwhelming, especially for me, because I was kind of high on Khalil Herbert. I always liked him with Chicago. I always thought every time David Montgomery went out, I always thought Khalil Herbert did an amazing job filling in. But through the first two games, he's been underwhelming, and I think we're just going to see that again. He hasn't. I mean, the Bears, the Bears as a whole, have just been bad. They just have not been good, and now they're going against the Chiefs, who have a solid defense. And I just, I, I just see it carrying over. I just see Kyler Herbert not being super, super involved and not having a great game. And he, and I, he hasn't had a good game really through for, through two, so. Just another pretty simple one. Don't like the involvement of Khalil Herbert so far. Don't like the matchup. Don't like anything. And I was high on Khalil Herbert coming into the season, but I'm not liking it right now. So I'd stay away from Khalil Herbert. Just not at, not involved enough. He's just not involved enough in this offense for me. So I'd stay away from Khalil Herbert this week. Okay. Those are my sits. Brees Hall, DeAndre Hopkins, Jahan Dotson, James Conner, Khalil Herbert. If you can, sit those guys on your fantasy team. Those are my five starts, five sits. We'll see how I do. We'll come back to these. Every week I post the photo of my starts and sits on my Instagram, and then I will make a video probably Monday night to Tuesday-ish to Wednesday-ish around there of how I did. It might starts to sit so you guys could see how I did. Uh, we could see if you should continue to listen to me. And I had a pretty solid week last week. So hoping to keep it up. Now this is usually the point where I would pivot. Pivot. For all my friends, fans out there. Pivot. Um, This is usually the point where I would pivot to my predictions for the week. But I'm not going to do that this week. If you want to see my predictions for every matchup, those will be up tomorrow morning before the games start on my Instagram at thenightshift.pod. So go check that out. But let's move on to the final topic today. The 49ers and how they extended Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. They extended these two guys. It's kind of a big, big news in the 49er world. Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, they started on the Niners together, came here. They've been here for, what, seven years now. Now they're here for more seasons, extended to multi-year contracts. And I think a lot of people in the 49er community are happy. I think it's worth it to talk about just for a minute. So how do I feel about the 49ers extending Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch to multi-year contracts? And I'll let you know right now. Especially for Kyle Shanahan, I think it's a little too soon. Now, this is what I mean by that. I think Kyle Shanahan is better than a lot of coaches in this league. I do also believe that he's worse than a lot of coaches in this league. That, that I just think he, it, and I, I just think overall he's a little overrated. I think he's got good offensive schemes. I think he knows how to string together a couple regular season wins. I think he's cool when it comes to, fig- to his run game and figuring out how to get guys uh, productive in his run game. And like I said before, his schemes can be very creative and very effective at times. Now sometimes he doesn't know when to call it, so it doesn't even what what good's a good, what good is a good is a well designed play if you don't know when to call it. But, anyways, I think this move for Kyle Shanahan is, is a little too soon, and I think this because we have we have seen Kyle Shanahan make a lot of mistakes, make a ton of mistakes. He's choked on the big stage a couple times now. The Super Bowl was a disaster. The NFC championship against the Rams was a disaster. I mean, even the game against the Eagles, like I know we had no QB when Purdy went down. But I mean, let's look at the fact here. Kyle Shanahan had Tyler Croft blocking Hassan Reddick on that scheme. So I'm not blaming Kyle fully for the injury to Purdy's arm, but I just wonder what he's thinking having a backup tight end blocking the best edge rusher on the opposite team. Because to me, when I see that, I just don't understand the logic. So that's another situation that Kyle butchered. And, I mean, I haven't even mentioned the Trey Lance situation yet. Whether you like Trey Lance or not, whether you think Trey Lance is going to be good or not, or whether he even is good or not. It is a fact that Kyle Shanahan butchered the entire situation from the moment they traded those picks for him. And that includes John Lynch. But we know how involved Kyle Shanahan is with the quarterbacks here. Kyle Shanahan is very involved with what the Niners do at the quarterback position. So it's not just the GM thing here. It's Kyle Shanahan as well. So, I mean he has made lots and lots of poor decisions. The Trey Lance thing from start to finish was a total disaster. It was it was a botch job. It was terrible. And I'm and 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 to see all these to see all these failures and choke jobs and just flat out. Terrible management, especially of the quarterback position. I mean, this guy supposedly is the quarterback guru. But we've been here for seven years so far, and we barely know who the quarterback is. I mean, we have Brock Purdy, but let's be honest, Kyle Shanahan got lucky with Brock Purdy. He was all in on Trey Lance. He traded three first round picks for Trey Lance. And in, in Trey Lance's second season, when they drafted Purdy, Purdy was quarterback three. Shanahan had no business ever playing Brock Purdy. That never crossed his mind. He just had to. He was forced to if Shanahan really knew that Brock Purdy was the real deal like he said why was he quarterback three at the beginning of the season last year I mean it's so messy here and I just think it's tough for me to extend a guy who has blatantly screwed you over and over and I know he's helped us and I'm not saying he's never helped us I mean I am I am thankful we have him over Jim Tom Sula and Chip Kelly I mean he's clearly better than them but it's the fact that there are people who are saying that this man is the offensive genius and the guru but he continues to make these terrible decisions and in and, and these terrible in the terrible management of, of of the team of the quarterbacks of the games. And with all the choke jobs that we've seen him participate in, I think it's a little premature. I think Kyle Shanahan has a little more to do to earn a multi year contract extension. The 49ers have had an open Super Bowl window for four years now. And they haven't won anything yet. They've had the most talented roster in the NFL for arguably the past two seasons and this year. Nothing to show for it. Do I think the 49ers could win the Super Bowl this season? Yes, I do. But I don't get my hopes up anymore I don't get my Expectations High anymore Because every year they get crushed By Kyle Shanahan at some Point he will crush my Hopes And dreams My expectations for the Team I come into the season thinking We're going to win the Super Bowl Look at this roster Nope not with Kyle Shanahan because he always seems to choke it. Okay, so so that's my point here is that we've seen too much failure from Kyle Shanahan to warrant an extension in my opinion. I believe that we should have waited until after this season. If Kyle Shanahan won a Super Bowl after this year, definitely extend. And I'm not and, and it's not the whole because people are gonna say that this is what I've heard most because I've told a lot of people this and I was on Twitter talking to people about the whole extension situation. And they'd say, are you just going to fire everybody who doesn't win a Super Bowl? That's not the point. The point is not, you didn't win me a Super Bowl, you're fired every year to anybody. That's not that's not what I'm saying. I think Kyle Shanahan's a fine coach sometimes. I think he's better than a lot sometimes. But you have to look at what else he's done. I mean, you can't just take that out of your mind. I mean, both of these things have happened. Kyle Shanahan, yes, he's done good. He's improved the offense. He's, he's established a dominant run game pretty much every season. But let's not completely avoid the other half of what we've seen from Kyle Shanahan. Choke jobs. Disastrous situations. Poor management. I mean, Kyle Shanahan, I could go on for days about the disasters that he has created here. Whether it was signing Jimmy G or panicking and signing Jimmy G. Not wanting to scout Patrick Mahomes in college. The entire Trey Lance situation. Getting brutally lucky with Brock Purdy. Choking in the Super Bowl, choking in the NFC Championship game against the Rams, choking against the Eagles, giving up against the Eagles. I mean, these are all things that make me question Kyle Shanahan. If we were losing games and it wasn't on Shanahan and we'd never won a Super Bowl, I mean, there's nothing you can do. But Kyle's been the main part of a lot of the times that we have lost, and that's my issue that people don't seem to understand. So I I like John Lynch more than I like Kyle Shanahan. I also just think John Lynch is a cooler person. I think Kyle Shanahan's kind of a smug, snarky little weasel. John Lynch seems like a stand-up guy. And John Lynch has done a lot for this team. I mean, he's really built it. And he's missed on some picks, but every team's going to miss on some picks. Um, he, I mean this team is super talented and, that, and most of that is credit to John Lynch but when it comes to the quarterback position we know how involved Kyle Shanahan is and that's been a terrible that's just been a mess for the past seven seasons ever since they got here it's been a mess with Jimmy with the Trey situation with Purdy now I mean it's just been Sam Darn. I mean there's just it's just been unstable over and over so again Kyle Shanahan is not worthy of an extension just yet i think in fact i think he should be on the hot seat obviously he's not now he's comfortable with his job obviously he could get fired at any minute but i don't think a contract extension was the way to go for the 49ers just yet for kyle shanahan i just don't think that we've seen enough for him to warrant getting a con being here being locked in for all these years now i just think we need to see him not choke in the end because this team's window is only getting smaller i mean really realistically we might i mean this is probably the final year that we're gonna have all these stars on the same team i mean next year we'll probably have to lose somebody and we'll still be good but it's just this team right now is ridiculous i mean look at all the nick bosuk george kittle debo samuel brandon iuk Eric Armstead, Dre Greenlaw, Talanoa Hufunga, Trent Williams. I mean, this team is studded with stars. It's not going to last forever. Kyle Shanahan's got to get it done this season. And I hope he does. I pray this is the year. I really do. I don't no, really get Shanahan. I root for him to win. I always hope he proves me wrong. But he's yet to do that, so that's how I feel about the 49ers extending Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. John Lynch, on like I said, I just I don't mind John Lynch. I think he's fine. I, I don't have a problem with him getting getting extended. But Kyle, on the other hand, is a different story. Just don't love the don't love the premature <laughs> extension. I think it's a little too soon. But I hope he wins the Super Bowl this year. I really hope he does. But other than that, it's gonna be it for me today. It's a short little episode. It's Saturday night. It's late Saturday night. It's pretty much Sunday morning almost at this point. With how late it is, this episode's gonna drop pretty soon. I'm gonna try and get it up tonight. You can listen to before the games, during the games, after. See how I did with my predictions, and I'm excited for Week Three. Niners don't play. They played Thursday, so don't have to stress about that they're 3-0 which has been great we get to watch some some other teams from play some fantasy and see how i did with all my stardoms and set so thank you guys all for listening you know you can find me on social media on instagram at the night shift on tiktok at the night shift pod on twitter at the two t's at the beginning two t's at the end if you like this podcast and you're still listening that means you must have liked something so i appreciate it i would appreciate it if you were to leave a like subscribe comment review all that stuff would be super super nice super super appreciated just to grow the channel we're just trying to grow everything tell your friends tell your family tell them to listen to the pod Because we provide good insights. And if you ever want to come on the show, just message me on social media. Email me. Any of that stuff will work. We want to grow the show. We want to grow the channel. That's the goal here. Everyone out there listening, I appreciate you a lot. And I thank you. And that'll be it for me. I'm out. Peace.